This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. So now we're into, oh, you're already into double figures in the month of February. January is behind us. And for some people, it's a very stressful month trying to get through it financially. And school fees and school clothes and sometimes a lot of debt from Christmas and Black Friday. I don't need to get into that with you because you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we need to put January behind us and we need to relook at our financial plans as we head into 2022. So grateful for a specialist on the line. It's Dashni Naidu, FNB's Consumer Education Program Manager. Dashni, great having you with us. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Brad. Uh, what a pleasure. So uh, people got themselves into a bit of trouble and you've been warning people and others have been warning us and uh, we've been re- heeding this warning year after year, but we still get ourselves into trouble over December into January. Why aren't we learning? I think I think part of the problem is planning and poor planning. And so we need to you know, think um, think a little bit differently about how we go firstly go into December mm. and January and then how we, you know, plan for that throughout the year, make sure we're saving enough, putting aside enough for December festivities, January, like you mentioned in your intro school fees, maybe, um, and other costs. Um, but I think a lot of it is around planning and just getting, you know, being conscious of how we're managing our money on a, on a daily basis, on a monthly basis. It's, um, uh, I sort of get this feeling that we've been hearing these kind of tips and news for a very long time. And sometimes we just don't actually just do it. Sometimes we have to find ourselves in a bit of a financial pickle before we heed the warning. But it seems like now is as good a time as any with the pressure of the pandemic and more. We really need to start actually listening and doing and not just listening. Absolutely. You know, money management and, and, and ability to manage our finances is such a psychological problem and challenge for us as, as human beings. And mm. so, you know, we've got to move from just thinking about it and pondering and, 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 you know, allowing it to cause us stress to actually taking action and, you know, doing some practical things that can maybe shift the momentum for us and start to get us to think about um, or start to manage our finances a bit differently. Um, so, you know, we at F&B have been talking about this for a long time and we talk about, you know, some of the tips that we have on how we can, um, as individuals, help ourselves to, to get on a better track when it comes to managing our money. Yeah, and let's have a look at some of those tips uh, because, uh, Dashni, there's a, it starts off with this B word that for some people they feel like budget's a thing we do at work, but uh, leave me alone at home, give me some freedom, but that's what's causing all the problems. Yeah, so budget is so important. You know, uh, Very simply put, a budget is a plan. It's a plan of uh, you know, looking at all of your money coming in, so all of your income um, against all of your expenses. And then you need to you know, think about how you're wanting to plan with that money, how you're going to plan your expenditure, your savings, you know, repaying debt. So a budget is, is really a starting point, and I cannot stress enough the importance of budgeting. Um, and, you know, one of the tricks with budgeting, and, and, mm. and Brad, I think, you know, you and I can, and your listeners can appreciate the cost of living really has increased Goodness, the last, yes. you know, months. People are feeling the pinch. We've had job losses, et cetera. And so, you know, um, sometimes it's difficult for people to just balance the budget, as they say, you know, mm. where our income um, does not exceed our expenses. But one of the things we need to start doing and looking critically at is what we call luxury expenses or those non-essential expenses, yeah. 
right? We need to write down all of our expenses, understand what they are, and then go through each one critically and think about where we can start to reduce um, our expenditure on certain items. You know, how mm. can we manage it differently? Um, if we have things like subscriptions, for example, is there a cheaper option? You know, mm. do we really need as many pay TV subscriptions as we have or yeah. is one enough? You know, things mm. like that. Do you have a gym subscription, but you're not really going to gym? And, and, and so these are the, the kinds of questions we need to ask ourselves, but also, you know, on the daily expenses with things like data usage, you know, how we use our our, our telecommunications and cell phones, even food, how we purchase things, mm. um, to, to really start to change our habits. So, so much of budgeting is about the decisions that we make. So, so, so having a budget is critical. So like you were saying, you know, the way we do it at the office, where we have to write everything down, we have fancy Excel spreadsheets, yeah. um, but we can do it at home also just on a piece of paper, mm. or write all of those, you know, all of our income, all of our expenses, and then start to look at each of those expense lines, how we're going to change it and try and reduce it as much as possible. Yeah, and, and I guess we also need to be realistic. It's very easy to create a budget, uh, Dashni, that looks like what we want it to look like instead of how it actually looks. Absolutely, and this is why you know we need to be honest with ourselves mm. you know, uh, about where we are to, to get a true reflection of our financial position. Uh, because I think you know trying to bury our heads in the sand is not going to help. Um, and so you know a budget is something we really need to look at as a tool that's going to help us get out of financial trouble mm. if we are there. Um, and so look at it. You know, I would urge your listeners to really look at it as something that's going to help us going into the future. It's going to give you a sense of, you know, how to, to change our behaviors so that, you know, it has a, a better impact on our financial situation. Mm. Um, but we really need to, to have a full picture of our financial lives and, and not just, you know, think about it at the back of our minds. Yeah. Um, we often find when people do write everything down or if, you know, some people are more tech savvy, so they might have a, a, an app on their phone or use their banking app. However you want to do it is up to you. But I think critical is to have that full holistic picture of your budget. And then another thing we struggle with is debt. Uh, sometimes we just look at the, the, the minimum monthly payments and we think, oh, I can manage that. But we forget about interest and we're happy to pay it off what seems like for the rest of our lives. And, and that's really a bad way to look at our debt because we're just digging deeper and deeper holes for ourselves, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. You know, that debt, that debt cycle can be really debilitating for many people. And I think, you know, often, as you say, we look at that monthly installment and we base our decision on taking debt based entirely on that monthly installment, right? Mm -hmm. But what we need to think about is the cost of debt. So the right. cost of debt refers to all of the other charges and fees associated with borrowing, you know, that sum of money. So, for example, you might have a monthly fee. The interest rate is also a critical thing to look at. So how much of interest are you being charged, you know, to, to borrow that money? And so what we would urge people to do is a couple things. Firstly, mm -hmm. if you are struggling with making the payments, you know, contact your service provider. Don't hide from the fact that yeah. you owe the money. I think that's more det detrimental to people and it will in the long term affect your credit status. Contact your service providers. Explain your situation. Look at, you know, see if, if you can come up with some sort of other solution to maybe uh, reduce your monthly installment with your service provider but maybe pay it back over a longer period. If you feel like you really want to get out of debt and you are in a position uh, to make repayments, then I would urge you to pay off your higher interest earning 
uh, debt sooner. And mm. if you can pay a little extra every month towards your, your, your debt repayments, then do that. Don't just make the minimum payment, the minimum monthly installment. Try and add a little extra to it each month. Um, mm. If you are in a fortunate position to do that, to pay it off. But if you really are struggling, seek assistance, get help, um, and, and don't, don't ignore the fact that you know, there's money that you owe. I was reading an article um, that says South Africans are among the world's worst savers. We don't put money or nearly enough money away uh, for an emergency fund. Yes, Brad. Sadly, that is that is true. We aren't great savers as South Africans. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things this pandemic has, has shown us and is the importance of having money put away. But should something happen, mm. uh, you know, some unforeseen circumstance or emergency or loss of income, you're able to withstand that financial shock and able to still continue to live and cover your expenses. You know, it is advisable to save between one to three months worth of your monthly expenses. Mm. And I know this is probably sound, you know, sounding really daunting to your listeners, yeah. but the trick with savings is, Start small. Start with small amounts each month. Develop the habit. Get, get used to the idea of putting that money away every month and, and the discipline of not touching it yes. and leaving it in your savings account. And then we find that as people start to develop the habits, albeit in a very small way with small amounts, we do then as human beings, you know, we, we, we form habit, habit-forming behaviors, right, mm-hmm. that we should refer to. And so savings then does become a habit-forming behavior over time, and we start to see people increasing the amount that they're saving um, each month. Mm-hmm. The other, you know, tip and trick that we have to savings is automate your savings. So what we mean by this is that find some sort of stock order or automatic payment uh-huh. from your check account or your transaction account into a savings account. Um, you know, if, you, if you're using a banking app, um, you can do this on banking apps or, 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 you know, speak to your bank about how you can do that. So the day that your, your salary or your grant comes in, you immediately put aside a certain amount. It automatically goes off on payday or the day after payday into the savings account. So uh-huh. You don't see it in your, in your balance. You don't see it in your transaction account. And so the temptation to use it is removed. Um, yeah. So we would strongly suggest that. Yeah, that sounds like really good advice uh, there. Um, what about finding a saving buddy and, and making it sort of a group effort? That's, that works well. And Stockfells, I mean, that's, that's such a fantastic South African product. Yes. And so, you know, we find that the, the, the social component of Stockfells really incentivizes people to save. Because you're in a group, you're all doing it together. You you also feel uh, the pressure to, to to make sure that you're keeping up with your contributions. Yes. You know? So that's another way of of getting us to stay disciplined, to stay on course uh, with savings. Um, Stockfell also offers the benefit of of it, like I said, being a social a club that you can join mm. with people. But this element of group savings does help you to develop the discipline and the habit that I talked about yes. earlier, um, you know, the habit of saving regularly. Um, and, and, and as you say, as South Africans, you know, we've had a long history with, with stockfells and saving in stockfells. And, and I think that, you know, in the past, people have thought about stockfells as an informal savings vehicle. Mm. But what we're finding is that more and more people are coming together. And, you know, these are people with regular incomes, fully employed people getting together as groups and saving together as groups, banks also offer stockfell accounts. Yes. Um, 
price of stock sales, you can get an account, the members can all track what's in it, the balances, you can see any transactions that happen on the account. So, you know, stock sales is a really great way to to um, also start saving. It shouldn't be your only savings vehicle, but if, yes. if, you ha- if you're not saving with it, it's a nice way to start as well. Um, I was having an interesting conversation with uh, an e-hailing service uh, driver the other day, Dashni, and he was saying they have a group saving to buy cars to be able to be part of this uh, app platform. And uh, they put money together and uh, guys are buying their cars through their group uh, savings scheme. So, I mean, you know, these guys are stepping up to the next level that they can even car to be able to run it on Uber, for example. Quite interesting, I thought. That is incredibly interesting and what a wonderful story, right? It shows you the power of savings and group savings. Yes. And lastly, um, out of your top five list, Ashni, um, long-term investments, we need to be doing that and letting compound interest work for us. Yes, I mean, you know, the effect of compound interest is great. And for your listeners, you know, who may be a little bit confused because interest is such a confusing concept, compound interest is, is, is that where we earn, you know, interest upon interest. So once you've put in your base amount, you've earned interest on that, and then, the, you know, your financial institution rewards you by not just giving you interest on that initial amount you put in, but they add in the annual or monthly interest that you earn upon that. So we talk about it as being interest upon interest. Mm-hmm. And this is really that compounding effect really grows your money quicker. Speak to a financial advisor or speak to your bank about different different types of long-term investment products. Yeah. And the trick with, with long-term investing is to really match the product to your need. So, for example, if you're trying to save for your child's education, you're not looking at a 30-year investment, right? Because yeah. your child, you know, if, if like me, you have a three-year-old, your child's going to okay. be starting school in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. So I may think about a five to 10-year investment option so that I have sufficient funds for when she starts university. Um, so you need to, again, match your investment product with your need, your saving and investment needs. There's also tax-free savings, which oh. we have in South Africa. This is a great way to save. So um, look at a tax-free savings account as well. Um, again, the, you know, these products and services can be so intimidating and daunting and confusing mm. um, for, for people. So we would you know, speak to a bank, speak to a financial advisor if you have one, and, and match your investment need to the product type. Yeah, and it's actually a lot easier than you might think. You're listening to Dashni here saying, well, it all sounds so complicated. Uh, you know, it sounds only for people with lots of money and it's not possible. And sometimes you just need to sit with somebody that knows. They'll even have a look at your numbers and you'll be surprised what's possible. So don't hesitate to go and get some help from somebody who, uh, who wouldn't want to know what's possible just when you think uh, it's impossible. If you don't know that you don't know, it's time to know that you don't know and then move to the next step of being aware and uh, seeing some change particularly in the financial area of finances. We need every bit of help we can get, and we've loved having Dashni Naidu on the line with us this morning. Thanks, Dashni, FNB Consumer Education Programming Manager. Thanks so much for these fantastic tips and for your expertise. We're uh, better equipped to take on 2022, so thank you for that. My pleasure. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.